Welcome to Sonic Talk number 271, live, recording live today on Wednesday the 13th of June. Uh, in fact, um, you'd be able to see this in all good uh, podcasting um, depots, iTunes, and uh, beyond. So I think we put it on SoundCloud as well. And uh, the video should go on YouTube. So if you're watching live um, or you haven't been able to watch live and you're watching the video, that's because I put it on YouTube. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Anyway, welcome, everybody. Uh, it's... Uh, it's good to have you aboard. We've got a big bumper crop of, uh, of of guests today. If we see there, look, we've got all those participants. And I think I'm going to start off with Mr. Gaz Williams, because Gaz has actually been um, out of the loop for quite some time. And now he's um, now he's back from Paris. Gay Paris. How was spring in Paris then, uh, Gaz? It was, it, yeah, mostly really wet. Ah, just but, like here, uh, then. <laughs> yeah. But, um... That was great because we were indoors most of the time. So I was actually quite pleased about that. Um, yeah, but we finished. Uh, our, we did our last show. Uh, I think last Thursday it was. Uh, I hung on in France for a few more days and got back on Monday. So just readjusting to civilian life at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so now you have to do your laundry and stuff, eh? Mm. But uh, cook, yeah, cook it food. was. <laughs> it was a great show, and uh, it went. It was a really big thing in France, uh, and. It's a little bit frustrating in a way because back in the UK, maybe uh, some people nobody. have heard of it. It's like but... having a hit in. It's like a... yeah, I'm big in Belgium. <laughs> I mean, look, they give us a press pack, which this is all of the press. Well, they reckon this is about uh, half of it or something, but it's about hundred pages of uh, of quotes from the press, and and uh, it was a real big deal over there. Excellent. So, so that was. Oh, well, I'm glad. So just to, just to <laughs> clarify, Gaz has been working on, uh, uh, well, I think it's fair to say uh, it's a rock opera in the true yes. sense of the word. Um, not not two words you hear um, put together uh, very often. You shot that um, brilliant sort of behind the scenes thing. But uh, so that's all finished now. Is there going to be any extension to that or is that it? Um, we've heard rumours of all sorts of places, uh, including Japan, uh, Russia, mm-hmm. Brazil. Um, uh, China. Ah, so, so this could be the beginning of your kind of Lloyd Webber phase, where you just tour <laughs> the world doing the same show for for a number of uh, a number of years and and retire a uh, uh, a millionaire with calluses on your base fingers. <laughs> but um, we'll have to see because it's a very odd show, and when you say it's rock opera, it really truly is. I mean, it is uh, it's a very odd hybrid of of um, Monteverdi and modern kind of sound so uh you know when you hear rock opera you tend to think of tommy and things like that and this really isn't like that it really is kind of a real hybrid of the two forms and i think that was what made it an interesting and ultimately quite a successful thing really because it was such an unusual production uh i think people were genuinely surprised at just what an unusual thing it was really so um yeah it's great and um that you know, uh, the, the, the tech side of things held up really well, actually. And um, I'd like to thank everybody who gave me advice and stuff because it was all very useful. Um, Super. And, well, uh, perhaps we can have a kind of debrief at uh, some other point. Um, uh, and, and maybe you can, you can give us a, a brain dump of how it all went together. That'd be fantastic. 
Um, yeah. But thank yeah, you very too. much. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Gaz. And now uh, we'll go to Mr. PJ Tracy uh, from uh, Minneapolis. PJ's there in his studio. I, I'm going to quiz him about his uh, signal path now. Looking good there. That doesn't look like a SM7 now. What are you using now? Uh, I thought I would try this Mojave Audio M200 um, FET. Actually, it's a 201. I, I always get these numbers mixed it up good. in it's my got mind. More, it's got more presence than the uh, SM7. Yeah. I guess it would do, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Bloody this is a, a <laughs> condenser microphone as opposed to the dynamic. So uh, are you going through the Chandler again, or are you uh, got a slightly different path today? I'm going through a Neve clone. Huh. Um <laughs> I feel yep. I feel honoured. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're very you're very welcome. And what am I going through? A mini a stereo mini headphone jack. Oh well, you sound fantastic <laughs> for. <laughs> anyway, PJ, I'm not think... sure. I'm not sure the price disparity actually actually adds up. Well, I've got a lot yet. of processing going on on my voice. I I, I squish use the DM uh, the the digital channel on the DM1000 to kind of uh, make myself sound a bit more radio. Um, it does a very good job. It doesn't do a bad job. In fact, I just finished the um, the O1V96 review. Uh, that was up this week. And um, I, you were right about those mic amps, that the new the new Yamaha mic amps. They do sound really good. I had a ribbon mic going and 60 dB of gain plus another 10 dB on a compression setting I had. And there was just no noise. It was quite remarkable. Really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really pretty good. Yeah, they seem to be. Right, and we'll also say hello to Mr. Richard Hilton there. Uh, Rich Hilton in Connecticut. I, I wasn't sure whether you were going to be here this week, Rich, because you're, you're so jet-setting around the world at the moment, but I'm glad you are. So uh, how are you, Rich? I'm good, thank you. Thank you. I've been having a lot of fun. Excellent. So have you been away and back since we last spoke? or um... I've been away and back. Uh, I was in Manchester and I was in Loch Ness. Ah, the Loch Ness uh, Monster Fudge. Did you pick some up? Uh, no, but oh. I did. I did get this T-shirt. Rock Ness. <laughs> <laughs> that is and, a T-shirt uh, worth having. <laughs> and then we had a nice twenty-one hour commute home from Loch Ness to here, and then we'll be going back to London this weekend and playing the Love Box Festival in Victoria Park in East London. Ah, so how was Loch Ness? Was it raining? Because it's been raining down south almost. Ran- Manchester was rainy, and uh, those poor people were standing at least ankle deep in mud. Oh, oh that's what you expect in, in UK festival weather. I mean, we wouldn't have it any other way. It just wouldn't be the same. It's character building, they say. Anyway, Rich, thank you very much for joining us as well. And uh, we'll go to Mark Tinley there, who's been patiently waiting. Mark has uh, come back upstairs from the basement this time, so... Uh, we now have you back in your, your usual habitat. How are you, Mark? I'm very well, thank you. I'm just waiting for you. There I, we are. There you are. Now I can switch to you. <laughs> I'm very well. And my, I must talk about my signal path, which is, of course, a Skype phone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Freecom, I think I it is, isn't it? I'm, I'm curious about that microphone you've got there, PJ, because it looks exactly the same as a PVM2 Pro, which is interesting. So I wonder if it is the same or not. I would guess that it probably is not, given that this microphone was designed by David Royer, and I don't, I do not believe he has worked for for PV. Oh, okay. Yep. But it might be a similar size diaphragm and all those kind of things. Anyway, Mark, yeah. thank you very yeah. much for joining us. Um, did I see that you'd uh, did something tweeted that you'd installed something? What was it? Lexicon Native. I did. Bundle. I installed the Native um, everything 
that it is that is lexicon i think and you did, know the flagship product i put the whole thing on and and quite impressed with it i am too actually did it's you, got, it's, i was thinking that's a really good idea for a software installer it just says would you like me to tweet the fact that i've just installed myself on your system or did you have to do it manually <laughs> yeah that would be brilliant wouldn't it would make sense but the other thing do you know the Topic we had a couple of weeks ago, where you um, you had uh, a link to um, some Bluetooth wireless stereo headphones. I bought some of those from America, and I'm very very impressed. All oh, right. And uh, well, mainly because the price point is absolutely ridiculous. They're like about twenty dollars, but they integrate so beautifully with the iPhone that I can sort of drive in the car with them and press buttons and answer phone calls and listen to audio books and everything else. A oh, bit glossy, the, maybe. What's the latency but, like? Um, I don't know. I haven't noticed any particularly. I mean, I suppose uh, you, if you plugged um, uh, like an instrument, if you fat powered up an instrument, I haven't tried that. And then and I'm then not going to play. Can... I'm not going to play soft synths on my iPhone when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> just or guitar as an input. Regular headphones. Yeah, but you know, anyway, uh, just yeah, I should try that. Yeah. Actually, it's probably worth a trying it just just to sort of know. I mean, they're a bit glossy. They sort of, but they're quite nice for an old man because I'm losing all of that high end anyway. So it <laughs> sort of fills it in for me. Excellent. <laughs> well, it's a top Uh-oh. tip. Uh, and uh, finally, we'll go to Mr. Dave Spears, who's uh, who's dressed up. You're wearing a shirt, no tie. You decided to take the tie off, did you? There this week, Dave? <laughs> yes. It's just like I've been to court. Oh, really? <laughs> no. What'd you, what'd you get? <laughs> just, just a, just a, a uh, what do they call those things? An asbo. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, I've already got a couple of those. <laughs> like a badge of honour, right now, eh? <laughs> So, Dave Spears, uh, G4 Software, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Very busy. Uh, and, yes, my signal path is a Samsung microphone. Yep, that's right. And it works <laughs> It works fine. It's, it's got a little room to it, but, you know, it works, works fine. I did a couple of interviews on one of those. Um, so, anyway, um, I'm trying to think, where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, I suppose... Um, this one would be a good start. Now, let's see if I can get it to work. This is a little bit complicated. Right, so I've got to... No, that's not that. I've got to switch to there. And then I've probably got to switch that on. And then we can... There we are. This is a... a like a virtual... Mod. You might be thinking that this is, in fact, in... Um, in Flash or something. But it's not. Sure. And what I really like about this is you can select a drop-down menu and change the patch. So if I just start with a, a VCA simple patch, oh, I've got to set it, haven't I? So then what does that sound like? Basic. And then I'm going to have a different one. Um, let's have a dual channel patch. Oh, that looks interesting. Oops. This thing is actually made, um, believe it or not, in HTML5 and JavaScript by a Japanese chap called G200K. Um, and it's starting to kind of, I mean, this is, this is really starting to kind of get a bit interesting. I mean, obviously, it makes, uh, as I think I, I spotted this on Synthtopia, and he, he says, uh, obviously, these things tend to make your computer feel like it's 10 years older than it actually is because it runs a bit clunkily and slowly. But, I mean, this is pretty impressive in terms of uh, programming. I mean, that looks, you know, based on the sort of System 100 sort of style. Um, Dave, you're probably going to tell me you've got one of those. Does it sound anything like your System 100, or is it? Uh, <laughs> did you manage to get anything exciting out of it, or have you not had a chance? Uh, no, 
and no, no, uh, I haven't got system 100. I wish I did have 100 M. Uh, sorry. That was terrible. Um, yeah, I'd like that 700, but I don't know where to put it. Uh, yeah, no, it was interesting. I mean, you know, latency was about a week here. Uh, so I only got to play about three notes. But, um, <laughs> You're still yeah. waiting for the fourth one to arrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the little, you know, kind of put the notes in. In fact, I played that non-stop for about an hour and drove everyone in this place absolutely mental. I what, this one? Putting the notes in the bottom? Yeah. Uh, I'll just show play. you that. If you go here, um, I think I can that switch there. You can type stuff in. It's a bit like the you can type stuff in and then press play. Yeah. Unfortunately... Gone for that tune. Rather, oh no! Oh. Stop it! Stop it! Oh my god! <laughs> yes. I've just got to stop. Sorry about that. I, I, I really do. Uh, I, I, obviously, this isn't going to be used for anything um, creative anytime soon. But it's sort of getting there, isn't it? I mean, it, this seems like the most advanced thing outside of uh, a ever. Flash program ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, Gaz, you haven't been here for a while. What do you think of that? Do you get a chance to check it out? I mean, you're, you're the king of the iPad, of course. I mean, it's nothing, <laughs> nothing compared to that, but it's starting to catch, a, to catch up, perhaps. Um, yeah, I mean, I've only had a very, very brief go on it. In fact, I tried to load it on my iPad earlier, but I thought it was a Flash thing. I didn't read the read about it properly, but um, and consequently didn't use it. But um, it, yeah, it it's funny. I often mention um, that I used the music 500 system back in the 1980s which was uh and and that's how you used to write music in in very similar ways you know writing music is those kind of almost like a program you know and uh i think that's got a lot of value actually i think it's a very interesting way of working uh so i'm definitely gonna have a little go on this see if i can uh i'm just loading it, it. I'm, if you i'm not distracted i'm just trying to see if i can get it to work on the uh, ipad oh yeah that'd be interesting i think um uh yeah i mean what what to say about it it's it's pretty it's groovy you, it's yeah. interesting that you met you mentioned the uh the limitations and the kind of working in the uh mm. in that way i mean that's mm. kind of interesting what you just have to think about it a little bit for are you thinking about in terms of actually adding the um typing in the you know that whatever that that language is they call that you for, for yeah that? yeah because you know because when you do that, it gives the notes extra value, doesn't it? Because you know you have you have had to make more effort. In the... Yeah, exactly. So that's I think that I think there is a there is a real value in that. That's so... an interesting idea. Hmm. You kind of tie hold it. Yeah, look, it does seem to to run on here. I, I wonder if it will play. Ah. ah, that's interesting. How do you get the keyboard up? Yeah, that's. Oh, oh no, hold on. Let's have a look. I can press. No, <laughs> I'm afraid it doesn't. It'll yeah. probably go off in it. But anyway, that's an interesting idea. You're not Dave Spears. You're Gaz Williams. I'm sorry. I was trying to do too many things at once there. It's kind of fun. And, you know, I think, again, it's it's another indication of sort of getting it all into the browser. I know, Rich, I mean, have you got any patience for this kind of thing? Or is it just something you're probably going to um, – I just switched to, to Dave there, who seems to be uh, pa- making some packaging. Um, have you got any patience for this kind of thing? Or is this, you know – Call me when it's done, kind of scenario. I couldn't stop. I fell in love with this thing. I think it's fantastic, and I couldn't stop using it. And I spent at least 15 to 20 minutes with it. I was just engrossed in patching things and doing uh, control behavior, and I love it. It's a, it's a, it would be a very quick way of getting a bit of uh, educational synthesis 
done in schools at least. It actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. I didn't check the fit. I don't know. I mean, I wonder how you model something like that in JavaScript and HTML5. Is there like a tag? <laughs> Open filter tag. Characteristics, 24dB, low pass, <laughs> so resonance, self-oscillating. I wonder how it's done. I mean, I just have no idea how that could be, you know, how it could be made in that sort of stuff. I guess there must be libraries and what have you um, for that sort of thing. But um, do you think there's a future then? I mean, what, I wonder what the what the limiting factor is in this in its speed and clunkiness, or is it running good on your machine? Maybe I've just got it's time I upgraded my Mac, but um, ran perfectly on this machine, oh. and I had a blast. And I can't think of a single negative thing to say about it. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Sounded good, and it was fun, and all the my everything I patched worked and did what I expected it to do. That's brilliant, isn't it? I mean. Uh, Howie says in the chat room, limiting factor is latency here. I'm guessing, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of real time, you can't really play, uh, you know, high speed runs. But I guess if you can, what would be really good is if it could record your keystrokes. Yeah, I couldn't get MIDI to it. Yeah, I don't know whether that's possible, whether that's at all possible, to be honest. I don't know whether that's... I mean, playing it from the QWERTY keyboard is only, you know, so satisfying. But as far as the programming of it goes... Given that you're operating it from a mouse or a trackball, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. If you go to g200kg.com, um, you'll be able to find your way to that. Um, lots of fun there. But, um, PJ, what did you make of it? Did you get, Was it something that you can use? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to play around with it. I had a look at it, um, but didn't really get a chance to mess around with it much. But I, I always marvel at the ingenuity of people uh, when a new platform comes out, uh, like HTML5 is rel- relatively new, and uh, and that somebody's able to push the boundaries and create something like this. I thought over Skype it sounded pretty good. Uh, not not bad, anyway. Yeah, and, it's not uh, quite yeah. the same standard as the, the old Mini Brute here, but yeah, it's, it's okay. Well, you'd, ho- you'd hope not. There's yeah. a- <laughs> you would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a JavaScript synth or a hardware synth. Yes, <laughs> yeah. actually, the synth engine in this uh, hardware synth is uh, uh, underlying JavaScript. <laughs> that would <laughs> yeah. be a kind of bizarre, bizarre way of looking at things. Um, maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday, quite. <laughs> yeah. uh, right then, um, so let's have a look at the, this. Is something else that this is something that you sent, Rich, and I think this is uh, this this is a, a, a kind of different league. Let's see if I can get it to run. Uh, there we go. Uh, I'm just, I was just sort of getting down to the track there. That's by a chap called Aurex, who is a Belgian um, remixer and artist, a devoted electronic music artist from Belgium, uh, interested in the creator. And what he's done is he's created a load of um, their free master effects for Ableton Live. Um, you can download the, um, it's the ADG file. I, I've not done this before. I'm guessing these are kind of mac- uh, higher level macros that just pull together a load of, I guess they're like racks. 
uh, in reason, something along those lines. Now, Rich, you were the one who brought this up. I mean, what what was it that caught your eye? Have you tried these? Because they, I mean, it's a compelling piece of uh, music to kind of get you in there. But uh, what was it like actually in uh, in the flesh? Have you had a chance? I downloaded it immediately and had a blast with it. It was fun, and and it works just like the guy shows you in the video. It doesn't. Um, it's just a neat rack of stuff you can tweak. He was tweaking it on knobs from an Akai thing, but you can tweak it with whatever, whatever your uh, tweaker du jour is. But um, it was fun. It sounds great, and it does cool stuff, and it's free. So how does it work? I mean, can you load it into any project? I mean, how does yeah? Because once you yeah, already... it just it lives in your effects racks. And just like you would go looking for whatever, a compressor or, a, you know, you, you find it in the effects sections. Right, okay. And, then it and just... the cool thing about the way Ableton Live works is, generally speaking, to install something, you basically drag it from a finder window or from the desktop into the Ableton Live window, and it just sort of imports it and puts it in the right place. Right. Yeah, there's a good selection here. I didn't get a chance to try all of them, but, I mean, it's also got cool Ableton stuff. skins and... What have you? And it's it's kind of, it's free, but you can if you're feeling uh, feeling generous, you can uh, donate. I think I can't quite get to the donate button here because it's uh, it's just below the <laughs> just. But there is a donate button just just sort of below where my head is on the screen there, so you can donate for it. Uh, Mark, uh, you said you've just been um, updating plugins and what have you. Did you? Are you a user of Live? Did you get a chance to try this out? I don't know. I don't really use. Um, live at all so I haven't had a chance to check it out I did watch the video it looked very interesting um, uh, is it something I'd use I don't know I'd, I don't know if it would fit into my uh, working practice but it right. did look interesting yeah yeah definitely um, and what about you guys are you you're I mean I'm guessing what were you using you, you've been in um, Garage band world, no main stage world. So I'm guessing coming out and sort of thinking, thinking about other doors is probably a little bit of a, 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 a U-turn for you at the moment. Well, I mean, to be honest, that sort of thing does look interesting for my Cuneo. Um, ah, has that arrived yet? No, <laughs> I've been having lots of apologetic emails coming from um, Keith McMillan. Um, well, he's that he's sending out to all the Kickstarters who. Uh, paid into it uh they had a real problem with uh, some bad capacitors and they've had to sort of uh it's really held up uh it's really held up production but the reason why i was mentioning that though i mean you know ableton live as we all know is just such a great exciting uh dynamic workspace and this i mean I haven't used it but i can tell it's uh uh it, it looks like um it just looks exactly the kind of thing that something like the Cuneo would just be remarkable for. You, know? you just map eight, you know, eight controllers to those those uh, knobs in a uh, per per effects kind of block, I guess, can't you? So it makes yeah, sense. yeah. Um, I, uh, regarding the Cuneo, now the manual is out, so you can download it and have a look at what and that, which is really cool. Actually, you get a really good idea of what it would be capable of. But you see, in 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 the case of something like this. The racks that he's created, uh, you'd just be able to map. You'd be able to map all the controls to the Cuneo, and then I can just imagine that just being just the most fun. So, uh, oh, I want it to come. You want it to arrive. <laughs> it's interesting, actually, the whole idea of work. Because I mean, in the past, we've been working towards you know controllers trying to fit every purpose. But actually, maybe the way around it is to think is to design the software 
in the way so that it, it will... So that, oh, I'm getting feedback coming from somewhere. Someone pulled some headphones out. Ah, there we go. It's gone. Um, so, I mean, you see what I mean? So you design the software so that eight knobs will just control pretty much everything and you set up the macros and stuff. I don't know, Dave Spears, I mean, you've been in rack extension, reason extension land. Is that a kind of philosophy that that you would consider approach? I mean, because obviously with the synths that you build, there are more, you need more controllers. But in terms of blocking things out, it makes kind of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I was impressed with this, actually. I sent it to a load of people uh, who I think downloaded it and were very surprised that it was all free. So, yeah, it was all good stuff. No, but with regards to what you're saying, yeah, definitely. I mean, it does make sense. And a lot of synths have those kind of macro functions, you know, that always kind of hark back to the same kind of th- controls. But, yeah, it does make, make a lot of sense. Yeah. One of, the, one of the big challenges for us is always trying to keep we like the idea of when we do an instrument is to have everything represented on a single page so that you're not kind of constantly scrolling through a million menus and loads of pages. That That's quite a big challenge for us. Yeah, I'm sure it must be. I mean, and for everybody. And this way, this sort of goes the other way around because, I mean, all those macros are just set up for a particular set of effects. So, you, in effect, you're designing the screen for the purpose that it's useful for that moment in time but it could be pretty much anything yeah. I know, uh, um pj i know you're you do use live occasionally right i do and is this something that you've tried i have not tried this yet um i downloaded it have not installed it haven't had a chance to kick up live and use it but this reminds me of um you know several other programs out there not to not to diminish it it looks fantastic um it reminds me of um of using Tim Exile's program made for native instruments called the finger is, ah, yeah, is yeah, very, yeah, yeah very similar. And when you use that program inside the machine environment, it automatically maps um, macros to the controls of the machine, which you can then get in and further edit fairly simply. So I think this, this way of working is a really great way of working. I, I really enjoy, uh, enjoy using these types of, of applications. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, this it, it makes sense, the idea of just creating screens that, that, that just require mapping. I mean, although it does kind yeah. of, and then maybe, you know, you have a, a layer below it where you can con- configure it. So if essentially working to macros. Dave, I'm totally en- enthralled. What is it you are actually doing there? Are you, are you looking at the insides of a mini Moog? I'm trying to, I'm putting the mini mode back together. Yeah, sorry, I'm on mute when I'm doing. That's all right. It, no, so I was just looking I'm at. I was going, oh, what is it? I'm really fascinated now. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been talking to a, I've been talking to a guy who is going to because ours is a real first generation oscillator board, and it's uh, the, the you know the scaling across the keys is a bit of a nightmare. And I've been talking to this guy who seems to have an answer for all of that. So we still get the kind of first generation oscillator board fatness, but he can uh, sort a few things out. And this, and actually what he's talking about is quite simple. So I'm sending him pictures of the back end of mine. And uh, as they You're said in the... You're sending him pictures uh, of the arse of your mini Moog. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that sounds like something you could be arrested for in a parallel universe. I was going to quote the Rack Extensions video, flip it round to the backside because that's where the magic happens. <laughs> so, yes, I'm mute and carry on, but I am listening. No, no, that's cool. I, I wasn't, it wasn't a criticism. I was just thinking, I was just fascinated. What is it that... Yeah, um, sorry. It, interesting, in the chat room, actually, uh, Mechanic just said that... Um, let me have a look. That 
it's kind of like what core used to do this kind of whole idea of macro stuff and that that is interesting i mean yeah. maybe maybe what we're actually i'm i'm proving to myself that uh, it was way to, uh, way ahead of its time and actually that's going to be much easier to work in that kind of macro way rather than anything else and in machine fact, is a very similar environment to core as right. as far as i as far as i understand it so yeah native instruments carries the torch for that mm. that right. way of working and it's it's excellent it's an excellent way of working. I wonder if hey, Nick, finally, uh, that... a recommendation on the show title, flip it round to the backside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that went through the last time, but it might well do. Uh, thank you for that. I think I might take it on board. Um, the only other thing I was going to suggest is, um, uh, no, it's, it's gone. It's completely gone. I've... <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No, that's all right. It's, not, it's, it's, my, uh, it's my senility that's a problem, not your, <laughs> not your distraction there. Right. Um, I did want to say uh, thank you to our sponsors because uh, we're at about that time. And uh, here we have the wonderful uh, Yamaha 01V96i, which I've been uh, doing an ad for for quite some time now, um, having not actually had one in the in the place but i have now uh, had the opportunity to review it in fact the review went up last week and um all the claims it makes are actually pretty substantial not usually one of those things where you see all the marketing bullet points and you go yeah yeah whatever but actually i i can honestly say that it really is quite a pretty good mixing desk and um it's got 40 mixing channels a full suite of vcm uh, dsp effects high resolution reverb four effects simultaneously uh, high quality studio head amps which i as i mentioned earlier i, I can heartily recommend 16 analog and 8 digital inputs adat io 24 bit 96k and in fact you can get 24 bits 96k over 16 streams of usb in and out via the usb audio interface and it's uh, got door support and uh, midi remote support all that kind of stuff and comparatively and one thing i did find out is that in the us um you're getting it at about uh two and a half thousand dollars in the uk we're getting it at about two and a half thousand pounds so if you're in the us i really think you're getting an absolute bargain it's you can get it cheaper on the streets obviously but um if you want to try one out i can thoroughly recommend it i know gaz you were interested in it um when it was here and didn't get a chance to 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 actually verify it. maybe if you're coming over sometime in the not too distant future i can take you running through it or you can check the video out but please do try the o1v 96i it really is a hell of a lot of desk in a compact footprint and it's got an enormous number of io and um just dsp does a whole lot of stuff so if you're in the uk try a pulse store they should have one in stock and you can plug a mic into it and check it out maybe take some usb audio uh, recorded audio away with you and listen to to it in the privacy of your own studio uh, also um, in the US any of the major dealers you should be able to get your hands on one and try one out but once again the O1V 96i thoroughly recommended um, from us uh, certainly from me um, that you try one out if you're looking for a kind of new desk and you want something to be the center of your studio right um, so what's next uh, we did Orex web-based monitor uh, Uh, let's have a look. I'm not sure. We, does any does anyone care about the new Mac kind of stuff, or is that because I know that sort of came up and, uh, and we talked a little bit about it last week, but it didn't really uh, it didn't really kind of um, we didn't have any details. Uh, Rich has a thumbs up, so maybe we could quickly just mention it. Um, Rich, I know that um, you're probably you were talking about you know you would actually consider getting a new Mac Pro. Were they, these because the Mac Pros were reissued or oh, well hardly. I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly call it. A great upgrade, to be perfectly. What honest. did they do? Yeah, well, I'm not sure. I think they bumped the, the Mac Pro. They they sped up the um, processors by a very small amount. <laughs> 
An insignificant and Is amount. that it? And a new video card maybe or something? A, new it, video, a three-head that... video card, which is pretty cool. But at the same time, they then... Uh, oh, no, I'm trying to get... I'm chasing... You're moving around the screen. I'm chasing you about. There you are. <laughs> but at the same time, they um, they just said, oh, don't worry, we're going to really upgrade the, the range next next year. And you're not going to buy, like, drop four grand on a computer that's going to be upgraded within 12 months, are you? It's just They not... said that? Next well, year? Yeah. Tim Cook apparently was uh, was quoted in a letter to an uh, a concerned punter. There you go. You're over there now. Well, the good news is, I uh, yesterday purchased the new MacBook Air. Ah. And uh, actually went and played with them and ordered the one that I want. Cool. Well, the new Mac Pro looks quite interesting. That's quite thin, and the MacBook Pro as well, because that's kind of quite. Yes, a lot. the new the yeah. Retina Display MacBook Pro is going to be amazing. Yeah. It's also going to be very expensive, but it's going to be. I mean, by the time you load it up with the stuff you want, it gets to be a bunch of thousand dollars. But it's yeah. an amazing computer. Um, it's also heavier than I want. I'm really excited about having a computer that weighs three pounds, and right. I'm really looking forward to seeing what it'll do. What's the processor in the one that you've got? Uh, two gigahertz i7 dual core. In a in a wow in a wow. in an air. Yes. Wow, that does sound very thrilling. The only eight thing gigabytes, about eight gigabytes of RAM. Jesus. And uh, a five hundred and twelve gigabyte flash drive. Wow. Wow. That's a good machine. I'm so envious. I bet that cost mm. a few thousand dollars as well, though. I mean, that sounds. It like costs pr- some money, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, at yeah. the end of the day, that by the time you've bought all the little cables and bootsies you want to go with it, it's okay. most of twenty five hundred dollars. But US. yeah, that sounds. Gaz, I can see your 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 thinking hard there. Are you? Uh, I mean, now you've just come off a, a massively successful and presumably reasonably well-paid gig, where you've been sort of unable to do anything else and probably not spend that much money. So, are you looking for a, a place to put your hard-earned and pounds or euros, rather? Oh, you know, it's, that is the worst thing about doing something like this. So, it's just the temptation. You, feel you need just to, to treat yourself. Spend it all. Um, I bought a MacBook Pro not that long ago, a 17-inch one. Now, it looks like they've dropped the 17-inch. Am I right? I couldn't see one in the lineup anymore. Seems like that that's the end of the line for the 17. Yes, um, it's gone. And, and the MacBook Pro, the new one, does not have FireWire ports on it. Oh. So that's kind of... Uh, there's a Thunderbolt I, to FireWire adapter, there's an, there, is an, there is an adapter, but you kind of sort of think, wow, that is a sort of... Uh, still must be quite frustrating for the equipment manufacturers who've, uh, you know... I mean, yeah, okay, you can plug an adapter in, but at the same time, it's kind of uh, looks like the end of the line, really, for FireWire or the writings on the wall. Hey, no, it's a... all right. In the new well, the real... Mac Pros, they've got FireWire. They do. <laughs> the real no question's going to be whether or not DigiDesign supports the adapter, isn't it? Oh. No, I don't think it'll have to do with DigiDesign. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a protocol for Thunderbolt. Hmm. I was wondering if you could get USB 3 adapter for Thunderbolt. I know it's not available yet, but I, I was wondering if that was a possibility. Well, Just, they uh, they all have USB, USB 3 standard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have USB Sorry. 3 on them. Oh, no, 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 no. My, my, my laptop doesn't. I, I, I don't know if I explained this before, but I, I've lost my USB ports on my MacBook Pro from uh, sort of plugging, the, uh, plugging something in wrongly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I lost one of mine as well. Um, I've got one. I've yeah. got one, so it's not too bad. But it's just uh, I was thinking if I could actually, you know, 
get another one. Or even actually for people who've got a, a MacBook Pro to get that adapter and then, you know, to be able to have a separate FireWire bus plugged into your, into the Thunderbolt slot, that's a, that sounds quite cool. So, it could be interesting. I, I mean, I think, hmm. I think it, I'll probably wait. I'm, I mean, you know, unless my MacBook, God forbid, you know, doesn't make it for much longer, <laughs> I, I'm just going to stick with it because it's just it's too much of an upheaval and it's a lot of money as well. But I am yeah. extremely envious, Rich. That does sound like a very delightful outfit. When's it coming? Ooh. Well, uh, supposedly ships one to three days, which and I purchased it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So um, it won't. I don't think I'm coming to London with it this weekend. Uh, I was hoping. I was really hoping I'd walk out of the store with it yesterday. Oh uh, well, that's the way it works, and it? It, it's funny, isn't it? Getting excited about uh, about it. But <laughs> I am quite thrilled at that. But the only thing about the MacBook Airs is that I, I just don't think I'd be able to see that much on the screen because they've got very high resolution screens, but it's teeny tiny, and I, I have enough trouble with my eyesight already. That's the only problem I'm a bit worried about. Well, now. I was romancing oh. the 11 inch screen for a while there until my son very smartly said to me. Dad, you're not going to want to run Pro Tools on that thing. And I said, good point. <laughs> and uh, yeah. moved to the 13-inch immediately, uh-huh. which is still small for running Pro Tools, but I've been living with 13-inch since uh, in the laptop world, shall we say, since um, <laughs> the early OOs. And I'm quite happy running it that way. Actually, speaking of the uh, spending money, I uh, buying myself a treat. I am actually eyeing up a Thunderbolt monitor. Uh, they're very expensive, aren't they? But they they look really nice because they can act as a hub, can't they? In your studio, yeah. you can mm. sort of have all your I/O plugged to, into the monitor. And I don't, then I, I don't know if I'd go for that. It's a bit like buying a TV with a set-top box built into it, and then if the TV or the set box goes wrong, you've just got to either keep it for one of those functions or buy a whole load of new stuff. That's oh. true. You can only plug a Thunderbolt equipped unit into that, can't you? Um, yeah, yeah. Is that the one with the touch screen though? That with which you can kind of you know do the touch on the screen and well, you know what I mean. No, I don't think uh, you do. No, no. no. So. Oh, there's an Apple have a Thunderbolt yes. monitor with a touch screen, so it's like a multi-touch, like using an iPhone, except you just touch the screen. Ooh, I'd like that. I would they love have, that. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, we, we, we mustn't get too excited by the prospect of, uh, of new hardware. Dave, you're looking you're not looking particularly excited about the prospect of new hardware. Is that because you, you you're not long into a reasonably new Mac, so you you couldn't possibly justify it? No, my Mac's been around for a while. I was I was hoping that there that we would see a a, a decent Mac Pro, but it's weird, isn't it? There's all sorts of. I mean, you know. I, Whilst I took the mickey out of the speculators, I'm in the speculator category myself this week, going, is this a prelude to them dropping it all together or what? We just don't know. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna sit it out and wait. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, th- there's nothing in there. I mean, yeah, I could, it'd be nice if I had eight cores of uh, three gigahertz rather than 2.4, but it doesn't really make that much difference to me, to be honest. It wouldn't. There's no, and also, I mean, I just wouldn't buy a new one. I mean, the one I've got is like 2009. So, I mean... Yeah, same mine, I think. What, what would I need that for? Yeah. Anyway, um, we can. That that was a bit of an impromptu topic, and I realised that we're not all uh, Mac um, Mac Nick? people. Yes, PJ. Sorry, I'm purchasing a MacBook Pro. That's Ooh, why I sent you. Hey, that's why on. I sent you the uh, the link. Ah, okay. Ah, I see. I didn't realise. I saw that, and I just thought, well, um, so you but you're getting the Retina one. Yep. 
Oh, wow. Are you excited or didn't you? It does that sort of thing not um, not thrill you so much these days? I guess you can run Windows and whatever you want on it, can't you? Has it got SSD? Yeah, it does. It um, 750 megabyte SSD drive on it. Uh, the studio that I'm in currently is both. It's a hybrid. I think I've mentioned this before, both Mac and, and PC. So I, I, my main box is a PC. However, I'll do projects on the Mac when when required. Um, my studio partner does a lot on the Mac. Um, and I figured uh, I'm starting to work a lot um, with doing some amateur video editing, um, you know, in the in some projects that I'm working on currently. And so I, I wanted to work in Final Cut Pro. Right. So I thought a MacBook Pro would be the way to go. Yeah, well, that should should be able to do you. Well, that'd be interesting to see how you get on with it. Um, and I'm so two of the panel are buying new Macs. I feel extremely le- left out. Uh, but there's not much I can do about it at the moment. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe my t- my time will come. Um, so let's see what's what. Uh, there was some other stuff that we were looking at. Uh, what are the- some other good shopping to do. Yeah, go ahead, get go there. Good shopping. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, what the Moto? Oh yeah. Yeah, you like in the mm. Moto? Let's have a look at the Moto then. Um, this is the new uh, Moto Track 16. Um, it's basically, it looks a bit like one of those kind of, um, Apogee style, uh, RME baby face kind of things. Got a breakout box, two mic inputs, uh, two guitar inputs, two line inputs, four line outs, uh, MIDI IO, and it's got an optical IO as well. I think there's a shot of it and that looks kind of sexy, the control panel there. Uh, so you've got optical that will run as uh, TOS, Link, four channel Smirks or eight channel ADAT. That's kind of handy. The fact oh. that it's switchable, um, and you know, as we know, Motu generally um, are pretty much the game in town when it comes to stable stuff that works. You know, ju- it just works. And interestingly enough, this has got USB and FireWire connectivity, so you can do either one. And Rich, again, you were you were thrilled about this. Is this? Are you going to be adding this to your shopping list as well? Or I mean, what is it about this that kind of makes you want it? Oh, pretty much everything about it makes me want it. It looks like an amazingly attractive product to me. Um, the sheer number of things it does, and uh, now the only thing is I haven't heard it. And I have uh, some emails since the beginning of the show from somebody who says excuse me, that I should uh, check out the DigiDesign Mbox 3. Yeah, that, and that does, I will look at it. It does sound good. The Mbox, the Mbox Pro, Mbox Three stuff does does sound good. Yeah, I will look at it. Um, but this thing really interests me. Mm. The oh, uh, the thing about the Mbox, the Mbox, I think is a similar price. This is about five nine five US dollars, I think, and I think the Mbox Ooh. Three is not far off that. Um, this but, is five fifty. Right. Uh, the Mbox is almost a hundred dollars cheaper, I think. Right. Okay. Well, or that... not the Pro, but the, the the Pro model is actually more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, whatever the midline Mbox three one is is uh, I think cheaper than this. I like the <laughs> idea of this kind of whole just one knob to do everything. That seems like quite a cool idea. And I mean, imagine Gaz in your world where you're doing location stuff, just to be able to kind of. I, I'm guessing, and I don't know that you can just press the the button on this. And it will, um, you know, it, it, if I scroll up to the top shot, you press the button and um, the knob affects whatever input you've got selected. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know about that. I have that is speculation. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of thing going to appeal to you in your in your live kind of work? Um, yes. Uh, 
I, I mean, I've been using the Moto Traveler um, for, oh gosh, five or six years now, and it has been brilliant. Uh, a really great sounding unit. So I wonder if it's the same converters. Um, I would, maybe, I guess it's a 192. Uh, so it, may, it may well be the same driver. So if, if it is, uh, sorry, converters, um, it'll sound great. Um, they, yeah, I mean, it's obviously the form factor. I think, uh, you know, the baby face, but certainly the um, the Apogee uh, duet, the latest version. Look, you know, they've obviously, you know, had a good yeah, look it, at that. And, it's, it's, it's not a million miles away, is it? Let's face it. It's no, got it's, a lot more metering. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but whereas the Apogee is designed for ultra simplicity, this has got, um, as Rich pointed out, quite a lot of depth in it. And um, I was using uh, Motu the latest 896 uh, Mark Threes, I think they are, uh, for the project that I've just been working on. Uh, we had three of them. And they, they are great units. I really like them. So, you know, I I would recommend this just based on my experience of Motu in general. Uh, would I get one? I tempted. I'm thinking it's almost time that I got a new thing. Um, <laughs> uh, my Motu is kind of on its way out a little bit. It's doing something weird with the SP diff, but um, so I am I am sort of snooping around the market. Um, I don't know what the UK price of this is going to be at the moment. We do seem to be a bit yeah. close but to I, parity, so I, which seems a bit unfair. My, so, I, Rich, I guess, if you're coming to the UK a lot in the next few months, you might be getting some <laughs> <laughs> some shopping requests. Just pop my, it, pop it in your luggage. My concern, I think, would be the breakout. Yeah. Cables, really, because I just I, don't know whether they'd can... be swinging around or getting tangled up they, or, you know. They make a breakout box. Yeah, there oh, is a breakout it... box as well. Um, ah. Which... And the breakout cable is almost four feet long. Okay. That's pretty I... cool. And, and there is a breakout box as well, then. Just so... see if I can find that on this. Uh, it doesn't say down here. There was. I did mm. see a picture of one. Uh, two pairs of inputs, uh, uh, guitar adapter. Ah, breakout box. There we go. If I just uh, bring that up, you can. So, yeah, here, here we go. This is the breakout box here. So it's a sort of similar size thing with uh, presumably uh, all the ins and outs on it. Although I can't see the optical, or maybe that's somewhere else. And then on the actual unit itself, uh, you've got like your headphones on there and what, and an audio input as well. The opticals uh, on the unit. I've seen. I saw that. Yeah, there's optical on the unit. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah. the cable between them is short, so it's presumed that you're going to basically stack them one on top of the other or something. Ah, gotcha. Right. I gotcha. Right. Or next to each other or something. Yeah, because yeah. you can you can have multiple ones together. Then yeah, uh, you yep. can run. Yeah, yeah so gang them. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Well, nice. it could be interesting. So, and Mark, you are you a Motu guy? Do you use Motu stuff? I have used Motu stuff in the past. I'm still stuck on this digi bloody rack thing that I've got, which is a Firewire 800 device that seems to have tied me down to absolutely everything. Um, which at some, but because it has so many inputs and outputs, and I need to find something that has enough inputs and outputs that um, that will let me plug everything. I see. I don't like patch bays, so I don't yeah. like unplugging things. I just want everything plugged in all the time. So I need to find something with enough inputs and outputs that will let me patch through the things I want to patch through without having to unplug stuff. So um, 
Well, you could always so, get hold of. I mean, what I use here is a. a, a I mean, it's a, a cheap thing, you know. But it's the Behringer AD eight thousand, which is just eight channels of in and out. So you got mic pre's and and you know it's it's okay for line inputs and stuff. But there's equivalent stuff. It's only about hundred quid. So that'll give you another eight channels of I/O if you plug that in. Well, I've got something like that already. I've got a Fostex thing that gives me another eight channels. So I've got like sixteen in and out, I think, on my. All right. So you need more than that. Sorry. You need more than that. You're probably talking RME then, really, and Maddie. For... I just, I mean, it's just nice to have everything plugged in. I mean, I'm, it's, uh, I mean, I guess I could buy a patch paper. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. I'd, okay. I'd like patching it all digitally because if I do anything that I want to come back to and say, um, I have patched something through a bit of outboard gear, I want to sort of just have that sort of instantly set up when I load the session. Right. Got you. Um, PJ. You've yes, used, sir. You use Motu stuff in the past, haven't you? I think you're. What, what are you yep. currently using? You did you, you? You're on the Steinbergs right now. Uh, Steinberg is my portable solution, um, and was for a long time. You know what I was using. Uh, we're using SSL converters currently. Ah, right. Okay. Here. Yep. But uh, I love the Motu stuff. I've I've owned several of their boxes. Um, not anything recently, and not any of their portable boxes. But I did set up a home studio. Uh, for a colleague of mine and recommended that he um, that he use one of the Motu uh, portable boxes and he loves it. So I think I think they're rock solid. Um, they're relatively easy to use and get into if you're if you're new to pro audio. Um, if you're an old hat and have never tried them, give them a shot if you're in the market because I, I think they're uh, overall the best lineup uh, for the portable devices going out there right now. It's interesting, isn't it, that whole breakout box thing? Because actually, they've also made it so that you don't, in fact, need to um, to have the breakout cable. So you've just leave your breakout cable plugged into all your stuff, and you've still got your headphones and a and a mic, uh, not mic in, but a, like a guitar and a line input straight in yeah. there. And then that. That's kind of yeah. clever. That's a great clever idea. business, and then you know yeah. all this other business as well if you need it. So that's kind of, they've obviously thought about it quite carefully and come up with something that's going to work in a variety of different situations, which I think is pretty commendable. I mean, there's some smart people there, and um, I'm waiting for them to come out with some video interfaces that I can use because I I just like to use some Motu stuff. I haven't got any Motu stuff here at all, actually. I did used to, although I have equipped a couple of places with it. Uh, Dave, you're an RME guy, aren't you? But uh, have you got a baby face or is yours uh, something else? No, funnily enough, I've got the, what's it, the Fireface uh, 800. And I was looking at the baby face. In fact, I was looking at the pink version, which is the lady face. <laughs> which I thought that was should be the baby's cool. ass, surely, not the baby's face. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me laugh when I... <laughs> is there really a pink one? Yes, and it is. It's, and it is called the lady face. That's quite. Which funny. is a bit like a sort of lady shave, isn't it? Anyway, I don't want to go just, there. No, just let's take not it go easy. <laughs> but I have to say that this looks kind of sexier, not than a lady shave, than a baby, than a lady face. Only, yeah. <laughs> only the the Motu thing looks good. Only like if it, it was in pink, though. Oh, I'm not worried about pink. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I'm sort of, I don't actually do that much portable stuff, but whenever I do, I kind of hoik the um, Fireface out, which is a bit of a kind of pain in the ass. And I had the, well, we had it live on the show, didn't we, when the PSU blew up. Oh yeah, that was right. That, that was a hell of a noise. Was, in fact, quite... I think I actually called it, didn't I? Because I'd heard it, <laughs> I'd heard it yeah. once before, because that was, the, it was that your second? 
Uh, yes. I think was. I heard the first one, so that's why I got the second one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant. But no, I love it. I, you know, I'm kind of so used to this as, as an interface. That, but I do like the Motu stuff. I nearly bought, was it the Traveller? Yeah, mm. that always looks that looks nice. I know, because um, I did a, th- a thing with uh, Robbie Bronnerman, um a few weeks ago. He was uh, doing, uh, he runs the, the the Howard Jones kind of tech, and he's on stage kind of running the show in live. He's got this great setup with, it's literally a 13-inch MacBook Pro, a couple of um, launch pads, uh, I think it was Novation Remote SL, little one, and then a Moto Traveler. And the whole thing is just running bus-powered off the off the computer. And he's been doing it oh. that way for years. And he just said it's great. And the, the Traveler also handles extra input. So he takes a mm. feed from the front of house, a split. So he's controlling uh, Howard's uh, more sort of tempo-synced and unusual vocal effects from live. It's just uh, it's, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty impressive actually, and and um, and that was kind of the heart of it. And again, I think I've forgotten the name of the drummer. He was using a Motu Traveler as well, and loads and loads of people I've I've seen use Motu Travelers just from a live point of view, just in terms of here's my keyboards and stuff, and that's it. It, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, great units. Right, um, hey, Nick, can I just say that the the uh, baby on the box for the baby face is really creepy. <laughs> and that would that would put me off buying one of those just maybe, the baby on the box maybe they should have put the baby's bottom on the box instead <laughs> after <laughs> oh and then pj would have bought <laughs> absolutely <laughs> put the baby's first bottom on the box <laughs> yeah. yeah right um uh okay sorry I'm, I'm everything's going a bit slow for me here so i apologize for the uh the, the dodgy switching so i'll just bring my face up here instead uh, which is uh luckily my face and not the other end of me um let's have a look i think we have a theme emerging here we do yeah i think the word ass has been used several times in this podcast but i don't think it 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 passes the threshold for parental guidance um on the podcast um yeah you're allowed to say that before the watershed aren't you so i think it's been officially declassified as a swear word now oh really oh that's good i'm glad to know that (laughs) how about bootylicious i think you're allowed to say that at all times we tried to get away with that with our string ensemble, and Avid just wouldn't have it. Really? No, they, what? they. Well, it was going to be called the Analog Replica String Ensemble, or Arse. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you, if, you, if you look at the patch suffix, it still says that. We managed to sneak that through. And yet, we couldn't get away with certain patches, like Bojob, for example. Bojob? Yeah, we couldn't get away with that. Brilliant. Aww. Neither could we get away. Somebody said, if, they, if they'd have allowed you to have done that, their share price would have plummeted overnight. And it's nice to feel important, isn't it? <laughs> That's SAP running a company for you. Yeah. yeah, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I've typed it into the computer, and it says that this will not work. Um it's, yeah, this language is unacceptable in these territories. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. We had to print out every single patch name and send it through for approval. And we had some brilliant ones in there, but hey, there you go. They knew what they were getting into. I think it, they probably don't do that with everyone, Dave. It's probably just you because they knew <laughs> they knew that you'd be trying to trying to run some some uh, some some stuff that was a bit close to the edge. Do you want to see the best photograph ever taken of me? Okay. <laughs> Debbie Harry. Ah, that's you. That's you in a hotel room doing unspeakable things to the Oberheim. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
is that are you, are you able to see that hold on i'm just trying to get there this is something i saw in paris that i thought was quite oh, funny hello. <laughs> in keeping uh, with the theme yeah. guys I'm, I'm, sens- I'm sensing that we must be heading for closure here because things are getting rapidly out of hand and as an mc i've done an appalling job of keeping everybody in line type, yeah, type in and see if that'll pass muster. <laughs> I doubt it. That's it. I'll have to beat that. Now you've done it. Yeah, now you've done it. That's, now I'm going to have to edit the YouTube video. You have oh, no I'm idea. <laughs> you have no idea how much hassle that's caused. Never mind. <laughs> right. I think it's time. It's time for children to go to bed. <laughs> you've been very bad, and there won't be any supper for you. Uh, Sonic Talk banged in Singapore and presumably a number of other places as well. There we go. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh, hold on. Oh, it's down here somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, oh, one thing, actually. Um, I, you will want to look out for this. Or some of our listeners, watchers may well do. The um, mini boot I'm going to try and get out out on the, out before I go on holiday. Because next week there will be a podcast. Then the week after there will not because I shall be uh, in France. So the week of the 23rd is the, the, the week starting the 24th or 25th of July uh, will be a no-show week. Um, but next week we will. Um, but thank you very much to my guests and everybody. Um, I'm, I'm sorry it's been a little bit um, disjointed technically, but I've uh, for some reason I think it must be the temperature. It's just causing causing problems my mac pro has maybe decided that it's not going to help me out if i'm going to talk um about other machines in a kind of lustful <laughs> manner i think it's obviously just picked up on that it's, it's something they built into the operators see all the audio is actually going through the mac pro it's analyzing everything that i say and is obviously feeling a little bit hurt and left out so i want to say thank you very much to my guests anyway so we'll start with you mark tinley thank you very much for joining us mark um i think your video has held up pretty good so uh your oh. operating system may well have been um no it's it's been an absolute oh pig actually i do need to go and buy a macbook pro but i'm not going to buy a new one i want to buy a second hand one so if anyone's upgrading to an uh, whatever it is, display, and they've got a 15-inch MacBook Pro. I'm still your man, and I've <laughs> okay. got the money waiting. Um, Excellent. I, you're you're uh, talking about your computer reminds me of an old car that I used to have, and when I got in it, I always used to mention how awful this car was, and my passenger used to say to me, for God's sake, don't say anything about the car when you're in it, and I used to have to pat the dashboard and say, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay, I'm not going to sell you really. <laughs> dear who's in charge here yes exactly <laughs> yeah my car the molecules, that's the molecules. anyway car. mark thank you very much for joining us You're and well. thank you we'll also go to pj tracy uh pj tracy sound.com thank you for joining us and I, I i'm i hope you and your new macbook are very happy together um you, is it ordered is it coming has it arrived yet or are you gonna have it no i haven't i haven't ordered it yet uh okay well, anyway, thank you very much for joining us, PJ. Sorry, I'm just adjusting the site so that we're at parity, head level. <laughs> anyway, oh, PJ, sure. thank you very much for joining us. Have a great week, um, and um, hopefully speak to you next week. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank and, you, Nick. Um, Mr. Gaz Williams, we'll say goodbye to you too. If I can just find you on the screen, you'll have to cough or something, and you'll just pop into, pop into view. Oh. Ah, there he is. Gaz, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate you um, coming straight into the fray and you're just back from <laughs> your long stint. Are you going to get a holiday or are you going to uh, straight back to work? Um, I, I'm in a bit of a 
don't know what to do next kind of thing because we're not sure if we're going to be needed for more of these shows and um so yeah i guess looking for a gig at the moment (laughs) but um yeah not sure not sure what what's happening right now so um, well i'm sure something will come up it sounds hmm. like you know all the energy you've been expending and the skills you've been developing will no doubt uh, stand you in good stead for (laughs) almost anything to be honest actually after all of there was a whole heap of stuff we had to deal with. And now I, coming out the other side, I really do feel I could take on anything now. <laughs> so. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Gaz. Thanks. Uh, Gaz Williams, songsurgeon.co.uk. Well, you could update your blog, actually, um, telling us all about uh, what you've been up to. Oh, yeah. The last time Sorry. I checked, it was very out of date. <laughs> but it's usually the last thing to happen isn't it i mean yeah we've all got other stuff to do anyway thank you very much gaz and also we'll say thank you to um dave spears g4software.com i'll wait for you to pop up somewhere in a window then i can thank you there you are ah, I, I called it right dave spears thanks very much i hope you have thank uh, you. a lot of joy with your mini and uh, getting it um it's back i'll put it back together again. It right and it works i've just got to test that it works excellent oh it's been fixed already no, well, no, 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 no. I just, I'd taken all the boards apart. Right. Ooh. And now I put them back together in order to ship it to somebody who's going to make it even better. Making it more better. All right then, Dave, thank you very much for joining us. Um, thank you. And um, I will also say goodbye to, if I say goodbye to Rich, I don't think I have yet. Rich Hilton from Connecticut. I'm going to I don't know where he's going. I'm going to call it. Are you going left or right, Rich? You'll have to speak and I'll see if I got it oh. right. Oh, <laughs> ah you went left so I, I i was wrong there anyway rich thank you very much for joining us and um i hope your next trip to uh the uk is oops that's not you is it uh is 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 less uh challenging from a travel point of view but equally as fun so uh you're uh, you're in london next week right i'm leaving day after tomorrow i'll be right. there on saturday ah okay well, and we play, oh, man, we play on Sunday this weekend. Otherwise, I'd come and see you in Victoria oh, Park that. in East London. I'd love that. No, I, I, when's the Northampton one? I'd like to come to that. Or is the that gig is the gig is on Sunday, by the way, not on Saturday. So if that matters, the Northampton one. Northampton, the retro think, one that you're doing. Oh, I don't know the Kettering Vintage Festival. That, that one? one, yeah um when okay maybe we could maybe we could get that date um i'll just wrap the show up and then maybe 14th 14th okay 14th of july or yes okay anyway rich thank you very much for joining us and thank you to all of my guests uh it's been great fun as ever uh that was sonic talk number uh 271 and put it to bed i think i might just fire up an arpeggio um just just to play us out hold on one second